You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Hello. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. Um, this is a first for the after laugh. We have a. Uh, we have my friend, yeah. Miss Lisa Jackson. Yes. How you I'm, doing, Lisa? I'm doing amazing. You just got into LA today, correct? I did, Bill. And where were you before <laughs> this? Before this, uh-huh. I was none of your business. No, oh, really. really? Oh, yeah. I think I told you I was in San Francisco. I was in San Francisco. Yeah, you're one of these people. I feel like you're all over the place, all over the world, and it's always some sort of mystery. I like it that way. And you can't really say why. And it, and I think it involves with your. Uh, you being a model, <laughs> but who knows? Who knows what's going on? Yeah, it's um, a lot of different things. You know? So, uh, uh, this podcast is called After Laugh. You are a funny person. I'm not a funny but person. But you are, you are definitely f- a deviation from the norm. There. So, let's <laughs> get like let's get the story of Miss Lisa Jackson. Yes. From birth. From birth. Yes. You were born oh in Jamaica, goodness. correct? I was born in Jamaica. I love that. It's my favorite thing about me. That you were born in Jamaica. Yep, I think it and, just makes it cool. And I think I asked instantly. you about this. How, how were you? How were you born in Jamaica? In my terms mother. Of, I don't want to hear about the actual sex act that made it happen, but your mother is Jamaican. My mother was also born in Jamaica. So yes. she's like old school Jamaican. Jamaican, Jamaican, yeah, D. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she, um, and she was what was she, what she do? What she do in Jamaica? What do people do in Jamaica? What's the whatever they can, but most of it is in tourism. So yeah. she worked in the hotel rooms cleaning. Uh-huh. And apparently actually my uncle is how she met my father cuz he was not like my mother worked hard. My my grandmother worked hard. My aunties, she's a nurse. Yeah. And so like we're that family. Like we would try to work hard, but the but the men in our family actually get away with murder and yes. my uncle was the ninja bike riding gun slinging gangster man you know and my wait hold on, hold on back up ninja, ninja you know ninja bikes are ninja they're in bikes. the 80s like the ninja the, the motorcycles you know in so the you, 80s so your uncle was in a in no no, no 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 these are bikes these are like these were like trending at that time and if okay. you know about bikes like you'd be yeah, like oh, oh my god nin- like it's like a ninja thing bikes it's like a thing Yes, it's like a thing, and then it was like a thing in Jamaica, and he actually injured himself. And so, my father is German. His father he's like German, like this type of German, like German. And he's white. He's like white cracker, looking like me. Like like what I look like, yeah, but you know, a little more white like you, but tall, skinny. Okay, thank you. I guess I'm short. Okay, so you're short compared to me. Okay, so he's six and four. And what was your dad (laughs) doing in Jamaica from Germany? Uh, that's, break. that's the part of the story that like I don't like to talk about because my dad is a story within himself. Yes. But my father's father, they live in Germany, Stuttgart, and they um, were involved in tourism, but like investing and things like that. Why don't you want to talk about it? What are you? Because it's just like not something I have full details on. Because so my mother, a- you know, it's like stories I've heard, but like my mother actually didn't talk a lot about our past. It's like me and my sisters were bugged out by it. Like how there's a sis- lot of things so I don't. So know. your family, how many sisters? I have four sisters. So you and four sisters. Yes. And the same father. And different fathers. So different my fathers. father passed away uh-huh. when I was one. This is the is German guy. This is the German. Yeah. This he, is okay. But he was he he died in a motorcycle accident. Really? That's the story. 
That's one story. I don't. I have. So you never met your father. You've seen I pictures. I don't know. I've seen pictures, and he looks like me, but like not me because I'm. So is there a theory among you and your sisters that there's oh, a that there's a bigger story? What's the theory? What's the conspiracy theory floating about about your father? Um, my father. There's no the conspiracy is he died, but I my mother's gone. My mother is a a special woman. <laughs> And she's gone back on a lot of things she said in the past. Oh, so she's Almost told you different to, family histories. She's she's changed the story a couple of times, and sometimes I think just to be her, it's hard to explain. But just it's, do your best. I We're know, long, like long I don't know show. what to tell you. Like she drink that whatever. She's, no, my mom was like she to be mean to me. She was like, "Your dad's alive and he didn't want you." You know, Whoa. like <laughs> like it's dark family trauma. Wow. But my mother would also. She like talks about him in a way that you wouldn't talk about someone that you thought passed that you had a child like. So you think that she got? I think she pumped just, and dumped. I'm thinking there's some of that, and it's such a shame in Jamaica. And then there's a lot of stories missing. There's a lot, of, and she smiles every time I bring him up because I would get mad wow. when I was younger. But now, don't you think enough time has passed that you can sit your mom down and say, "If I could mom, find her, listen, I can't find I my love mother. You. I can't find my mother." Out of all my sisters, we've lost our mother. We can't find our mother. We don't know where our mother is. Okay, this this this, this podcast is going to be a call to arms (laughs) for people. So um, (laughs) I can't. But no, I I I need to find my mother. Um, we're working. I would say we could do your DNA and take some of your hair, but that's not your real hair. It's not going to work. We'll get like a Chinese person. Um, and it's mm, it's not even real hair. Oh my god, synthetic. Synthetic. Because I I I I am not attached to anything. Smart. So, you know, so, so this is interesting stuff. Since you can't find your mother, <laughs> let's make this podcast about finding your mother. Your, your mother, uh, what do you mean you can't find her? Um, you have four sisters, you I said? I have four sisters. What are the ages? Us, so there's me, 32. Are just you the oldest? Turned, I'm the eldest. Uh-huh. And then you, you have... Ju- to. Yeah, then you have my other sister, who's 26. And you, the same father? And then no, they no. have their own father. And then Giovanna and Luke. Le- such shit I can say their names so of course you can no oh, we so my sisters they're weird we're all weird um the, the the two the 20 she's 24 now she's 24 now 24 and 26 they have the same father so okay. they're Italian and Jamaican okay but they know who their father is they know who their father is he's still alive is. and he's still very much alive and he's still married to your mom no, no. they divorced and then okay. she has twins that are fraternal and they're just three, turned 18 she has three baby daddies two baby daddies three baby daddies three baby daddies and five okay. children okay so. so now your mom going missing what is that about that's and what like are this you is like about? too much though and no, I, I shouldn't be honest everything. about that you know why I shouldn't be honest about that because it's kind of crazy cause pretend we're not recording this and it's just uh, okay, you and I talking because it's and like, no one's gonna know well we my mother okay it's like it's it's here's the thing it's something I've been dealing with for so long that I feel like don't worry. They, can, they no one can barely hear. It. It feels the like a, universe might. This, this like I shouldn't this be. This is why t- motorcycles are I, stupid. I other than the fact pot. that they killed your whole family. I know. This is like. This you have no idea. My life is like fucked up. Like in a lot okay. of good ways. I so guess. when did mom go missing? She went missing. Uh, maybe like. Here's the thing. Uh, my mom is really mentally. She has issues. She's she really maybe does. Maybe bipolar or whatever. She's schizophrenic. Oh, like literally, like like people are talking and, to and, the and over the years, she has seen a very severe decline. Mm-hmm. The hard part is helping her. It, a, it can become very expensive, and then B, she's not very cooperative, and she's in Connecticut, and a lot of the 
the the way they treat these things are different from state to state. Sure. So, uh, so, so hold on. Uh, let's back up a sec. So how did your mom so, get from Jamaica cleaning hotels to Connecticut? So that's the thing. She met my sister's father. They get married. They fall in love. And he's an American. They, he's an American and he lives in Connecticut. He says, come on. Come on down. And they have a whole situation. And they have three kids together. They have two kids together. Two kids together. And at one point he goes, oh, you got you're mentally. But then you know what's crazy? She's was the mo- She's... The thing about talking about my mother is, I like I said, it's something I'm open about in some ways because I know now I can be. For many sure. years, I wasn't because this yeah. is like a weird, it's hard to explain to people. Like my mother, on one end, she's schizophrenic and I love her to death because she's my mother, but yeah. she's also not a mother. Yes. She was not. Like there's certain people like she was she never have had kids and then she went and had five, like she left me in Jamaica. Fine, that happens Wait, a lot. She left you in Jamaica with to who? go be with my aunt. And so, she, who is a wonderful mother? Did, did she say so? Basically, she said, "Hey, aunt, be Her the sister. mother to Lisa." Well, no, this is like Jamaicans are like. It's not even bad. That's not even the problem. The problem and how is how old are you when she left? She though? didn't want. She, I, she left when I was maybe she probably met him when I was three. Okay. She goes to Jamaica. She gets married. She sets up shop. She comes. I don't remember my mother for many years. That's the thing. Yeah. Even when she was in Jamaica. So I don't for a while you thought your aunt was your mom. Basically, nope. Thought she's my mom. I knew about my mother because my mother is like a superstar. When you when you go to America, you're like instantly famous in Jamaica. It's like it's like within like our little cult. Like yeah, like it's it's village mentality and it's yeah. really that. And I'm from when I say I'm from Jamaica, like if you see like Jamaica on the map, like I am literally here. Everyone goes here. Yeah. When they come to Jamaica. I am here. I am What's the, the name exact of the town opposite. in Jamaica? Uh, so Morampe is where I grew up, but I was born in St. Catherine, which is Spanish town. And if you're Jamaican, you know that. So any Jamaicans that watch it, they're going to go, Oh, Lord, guys, she's Jamaican for real. Because don't know why. Nobody knows when we talk about Nobody knows. Unless you're Jamaican. I'm a, yeah. I'm a yeah. And so my family in the mountains. Uh-huh. Like we have a, a plot of land and it's called friendship. So I love my culture. I love that I'm Jamaican. But I didn't know my mother. She was gone. And then she comes and she takes me. But my mother was a very detached woman. Okay, so so let's let's very slow down because you, your brain is firing faster than I talk a lot. People, um, so your mom. When does your mom come back and take you to America? So that's the thing. So she leaves and she would always come back and spoil me. So I knew her like in that fantasy way where like you know, open America, like she'd come back yeah. and she would gift me because that's how she. I think you know she loved being able to buy everyone yeah. everything. <laughs> she loved being that person. And she was so she married someone with some some chichang. But she also would no. But in America, she was working as a nurse. But when she comes back to um, Jamaica, she's to us, she's money. like a yeah, fucking she's baller. She's like you know. Yeah. She's P Diddy. I'm not bitch. Yeah. She's like, like I'm buying a, a bottle of champagne. Mom I know it's forty cents. Shit. But Mom was the bitch. Yeah. Mom was Beyonce. Wow. Coming home. And she's probably very beautiful. Yes. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. She's she's basically Janet Jackson, and um. Naomi Campbell had a, oh, wow. a a much taller baby. But she never modeled or anything. She like that. didn't model. But she's five eleven. Okay, so she would come back, fairy godmother, and fairy your god. childhood, by all accounts, although it's a little weird, is mm-hmm. happy at this point. Yeah, this things happened. Yeah, okay. and I don't know the difference, and I'm happy. Okay. And I come and I go there, and then let's just say. So you moved to Connecticut at what age? I go to Connecticut at five. At five, okay. And then let's just say I have a weird stage I don't talk about, and then on top of that, you have I have a weird stage at five that you don't talk about. To, to eight and which then I means, go to foster which care means this is and then and then I go to foster care and then I live six years separate of my mother 
In foster care? In foster care. How was your foster family? Amazing. Amazing. My foster mother's name is, I can't, she would actually sue me if I ever said her name on anything. Why would she, why she's she very mind? protective of her family. But you just say she's, she's amazing. But she's literally, she, she's amazing. She's literally Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Like in embodiment and so she's look fat. and she's plump. Okay. And cute. So, um, so you, and by sure. the way, obviously very lucky that you got, I got an amazing a good, foster I, family. I was blessed, but also... I was in a situation that I needed that. Yes, of course. So that state really helped me. And I have to be okay, honest. I know you don't want to get too much between the five years old and the eight year old. how my mother goes missing to understand like, okay, the okay, detachment, but, but, right? But just let me share a little bit the five year old, eight year old. Something happened. There was a divorce. Your mother maybe had a breakdown. And then. It's just, it's just like, a, it's like too much to unwrap like what happened in that age. And it's not, and it's not even unheard of. It's not that that. It's just in my life. It's not something I talk about. Okay, but between five and eight, there was a divorce, I'm assuming? Something happens, and then I go into foster God, care, okay. and then and then moving on with my life, it's affected my relationship, not only with... I think it's also what happened... Let's put it this way. What happened, my mother was never... My mother, if I told you what... She was maybe psychologically... I can't explain it. She was psychologically maybe a little abusive. But it was like, it's hard to explain. Like, it's not her fault at the same time. Of course not, because she's mentally ill, of course. Yeah, so the law has happened. The mother of my daughter is mentally ill, and, I've, and it took me a but long it's time all, to get it, to But that. like, imagine and it's that, and then it's more, and then it's still more, and then there's more on top of more, and then there's more, but then you think it's done, and then it's more. Okay. So then we don't talk about it, and then that happened for three years, and then, and then I went to one of the best homes. I actually... So, contributed to somebody can, going can to just, jail, say, not I my mother. I want to hear the story, but how, so when one becomes, a, <coughs> one goes becomes a, a warden of the state, is it because they are placed there by the family, or there's a wellness check where this people come in? This is a situation in, where like the state you. comes in and it was like Obvious. we gotta get her out of okay. here. This is so then you t- they and take I'm you? the only child. Remember that I'm the only child that left and went to foster care. So it's a really it's like yeah, a very targeted I get it, situation. I get it, I get it. So they 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 saw your situation. That we need you to get out of here. I'm and, gone. And I, I'm, I'm I'm assuming they interviewed you to make that process happen. This and they had told to happen. Them, they told them yeah, things. And you're like, poli- get the fuck out. So they brought you. They brought you away. Yeah. And you. And how long were you sort of a ward of the state before you were adopted? So I was supposed to be adopted. The thing is, is my mother never let me get adopted because my mother was still my my parents and yeah. she my mother this is why this story is complicated because no matter what my mother did it it wasn't the reason I went to foster care yeah okay but she wasn't excuse me she wasn't um there she wasn't good for me she was just if I explained it, it it's just crazy okay j- just just so you know um and I've talked about this on the podcast so I have I have a daughter um and the mother we made her one night one night mm-hmm. stand I never had a relationship with her and um, when she, um, I found out when she was two, <laughs> and then I made, I, you know, yeah. wanted might be in my daughter's life. I'm still my daughter's life. Yeah. Um, but the mother, it became very clear at some point, I, pretty much right away, but definitely when she was eight and then moving on, that she was tripolar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I, I she was. I didn't even know it went that high. Well, <laughs> tripolar, so basically tripolar is. Yeah, it, she's it, trying it's, all it's, the, they call it, it's, it's, oh my God, no. It's borderline, it's borderline personality combined with bipolar, right? <laughs> Okay. So, All right. So wow. So there might be um, 
I mean, is she she's going know, for I don't everything. know if she's schizophrenic, but she would definitely talk in a way that was sort of delusional. It felt like she had a you know tinfoil hat, but um, but it became harder and harder. And and as you know, as people get older, if they don't properly treat it, it gets worse. Yes. So um, so I understand that, and I've mm-hmm. had and me, in my relationship with my daughter, there's been a lot of dealing with the repercussions of having a mother who's mentally ill and yeah. and and. Telling her and myself, don't take it personally. Your mother loves you. She's doing everything she can. She doesn't know how yeah. to play with adults, play well yeah. with others, and she doesn't know how to control her emotions in a way that most of us do. Yeah, she's missing that filter. So anyway, yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, yeah. But so, imagine if the re- so apparently so over the years when I was younger, I didn't know a lot of things. So a lot revealed itself over the years. So I found out that my mother started seeing these uh, these situations when she um, started having these episodes after she gave birth, postpartum depressant with me. Okay. So she'd always blame me. Interesting. So I was her target. It's your fault. I've been seeing demons. You're from hell. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. So I was her target child. I was the one that started everything. So I'm the one that's evil. I'm demons. And she's thought that all my life. So I imagine when you're a child being told that you're a demon probably isn't great for your self-esteem. It's not the best for your self-esteem, but I didn't even have to deal with that much because on top of whatever she did, it's still not as bad as what I actually went through. Okay. And on top of that, her reaction and who she wasn't, you know, as a kid, no matter what, I was five to eight. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously that's going to fuck me up for the rest of my life. However, that things played out. But the thing about my situation as well is like I went to one of the best homes I could have possibly went to because I had one of those situations where it's like book worthy, I guess I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now when you have foster parents, that means they've adopted you, right? Well, so foster parents, is, no, this was a home that was known for being like a really good home. I was actually a part of a pretty serious court case. Mm. I had to go through that. So my foster mother was a great vehicle for my best case awarded by the state. So you got emancipated basically from your mother? No, I was still just in foster care. My mother still had her rights. My mother didn't really do anything wrong. And even as a kid, I didn't snitch on my mom like yeah. that. I, I just, you just didn't do that. Sure. And I still was, ju- listen, Beatons, when I was in Jamaica and my aunt who took care of me, who loved me, who curled my baby hairs and made me the most beautiful, because for her, I was her personal doll. I had a good life in Jamaica from my first memories of life were beautiful yeah so for her like she still beat the shit out of me but i didn't care as a kid like because it was a part of my culture in a lot of ways but when she beat me it made sense sure so i could rationalize that as even as a kid because we all got beaten yeah but my mother would hurt me and for no reason yes and it was hard even as a kid to rationalize rationalize that so, um, but that's still not the worst thing that happened, and I did not tell yes. on her. Got it. Well, in therapy, I did. Yeah, I was about wow. to say. I hope. I hope you went to therapy. <laughs> I went to therapy every week for six years. Every week, starting at what age? At eight. At eight. Yeah. And the the state put you into like mm-hmm. state sponsored therapy. I started with a psychotherapist, and I had then a, a therapist. Oh, so you did like Freudian, like I like deep. went like full on. I did an IQ test. I had to do. I was in a court case, so I also had to prove certain things about me as a child. I had to prove that me as a child, what I was saying. That you were mentally competent as yeah, a child. Yeah, yeah, and I was. I was actually a great case, and yeah. I actually my attorney is a is a supreme judge now. 
Wow. Yeah. It's um, insane. It's like I found out that later in life. It's insane. So it was part of the court case. And again, we don't have to get into it, but I imagine it's like I'm sure you can to imagine. prove that like they don't want you they, they, to make sure that you're not lying about Ooh. things that happen. Yeah. Like, well, you there's a lot of that. Yeah. You, if you are an adult and a child says something and your mother is also going with the opposite you know yeah 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 oh this is a big my mother but my mother's reasons for why she did it over the years that i've had to deal with were superficial it's it's such a long story so fucked up it's so much to like unravel that i still haven't as an adult um but i'll say this to get to why my mother is missing yes (laughs) all that said and done I come home to my mom when she gets pregnant what with my... Is, what, how old are you at this point? 14. 14. That's okay. why I say I've been in foster care for six years. Yeah. Eight to 14. Um, I could have... So, what you're asking is if I was adopted. I wasn't adopted. I was in foster care. She wanted to adopt me when I was 11. And your she mother did. resisted it. My mother resisted it and she oh. had the right. Sure. And she was... But she did it for pride and ego, not because she loved me. Of course. Me or it should have been her, with her. And um, I think that was the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life. Um, because then that gave me the option to always go back to her, which which I didn't know when I was fourteen. What happened was I was starting to become a woman, right? And now I've been living with my and foster you, mother. Did you have a huge growth spurt? I You're six did. Right I now. did hit a huge growth spurt right at sixth grade. Whatever. How old are you at sixth grade? Hmm? How old are you at sixth grade? Sixth grade. What? You're eleven. What are you? Twelve. So, twelve. That's yeah. where it ha- happened. Yeah the instant and you like wanna, when I started were you, seeing were you six one and seven. No, I wasn't six one and seven. No, yeah. I was like already like I came back from but you summer were and knee, I was like you were knees and elbows and shit and yeah. Fuck are these little people. No, but um yeah, I was like already like five eight maybe or something. Okay. Which or whatever is tall for that age group. That's tall I was for any that <laughs> you were what? <laughs> I was that. Whatever was tall yeah. for the yeah. eleven year olds. I was yeah. the tallest version of and that. And you were probably skinny as heck too, just like oh, I was even skinnier. I was just a head and a stick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so fourteen, you go back to your mom. Yeah. She's pregnant. Mm. And my littlest sisters. Oh, look. <gasps> my little drunk so side note. I just like drank this and I'm getting like a little emotional and it spit back on my face and it became like a little, a little tear. tear. Do you uh, see it? I saw the tear. Oh my god. That's beautiful. You think about your right, little baby I get sister. emotional. I'm, yeah. I'm spiritual. You know, I'm not yeah. religious. I'm spiritual. Oh, it's in my eye. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm religious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, God. No, my so, eye hurts. Ow. So, um, Fuck. you go back, and you hadn't you hadn't you hadn't seen your mom in six years. So no, I would see her as well. Okay. This is the thing. So I would see her as well. And um, I saw her for years. And to me, and I had Javon, my my other sisters, <laughs> the, the other, and we're very close. And I love them. And I would go visit my mom and them. And then, you know what? She then she got a boyfriend who was a really good guy. And then she had the baby with him, who became the man she was with for like ten years. Yeah. And those are the that's the father of the last kids. Yes. And so when she got pregnant. I'll be honest, I, I felt like I missed out on so much with my little sisters. And I loved being a big sister. Yeah. I did. And so I love, because when I was in foster care, I wasn't a big sister. When I was in foster care, I was with a bunch of other kids. And I, my my change, my role would change, yeah. you know. I, but I was always, there was another girl in my home. She was always my big sister. Now, she what was is adopted. a foster care home for people who don't know? I mean, what does it look like? Because I, I just think of like Annie. I don't know what the fuck that means. So like, foster care for me 
it was a nanny. It was, and then people say that a lot. I did. I got the good home, where it was a woman that really. She was very people, religious. She was Catholic. How many people were in the home? So at any given time, there was eight, six kids. She she could board six, so she could fit six kids. Uh-huh. And um, she had her own two kids, and then you had my foster dad, and then we had two cocker spaniels. Yeah, and so the idea was that you, you get these, you you're foster these kids, and eventually they they get adopted by someone some else. Some of them move on, yeah? yeah. So you have some that come for four years. Do you know how many heart? Do you know how many times I've had a brother or sister leave me? Do you know yeah. how many times I've said goodbye? Yeah, and just six years like yeah, I met tough. so many people that were so are you in touch with any of them so it's because I was a kid I didn't I you you don't know how you'd to have them. a kid yeah, yeah exactly. you'd have a kid come in and over the years me living with her I must 32 different children had yeah. came into her home in that period wow and she was a wonderful mom she loved being she was a mother right so she took it very seriously yeah. she was older yeah. And she was Catholic. Yeah. So it was over. Do you have any of the people religious. that in those years that you kind of go, God, man, I really miss that person. I wonder what they're up to. Um. And yeah. Is there any way to find them? Yeah. Actually, I have like, you know, when you look back on things you even said or did, because you know we're all angry kids and we all come from different backgrounds yeah. and and because her home was a trauma home. You had some of the hardest, like I can yeah. say what I went through was difficult on one end because it's my life. But when I talk about like these other kids from a very young age, I learned how lucky I am. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like, like from people being burned by their mothers or nothing worse than being hurt by your mother though. Oh, for sure. It's like your first, right? Adoptive your, kids just being given away from their mother are fucked up. Yeah. Let alone getting beaten and told fuck off, or yeah. or you know, trying to be murdered or being completely neglected, or being told that you're a demon child. Yes. Well, well, my thing is small compared to someone that had a, as a baby was crying for three days because they were left in their crib, crib with only something to drink, no food, soiling their pants, and it was the neighbors that heard it and smelt, uh. just filth. And had to come, and that that baby was adopted to my foster mother, yeah. and it was her her ba- first baby, her second baby girl she adopted. Yeah. Interesting. Seriously. So you you come back, and you were fourteen. Your mom's having a baby. Uh-huh. You come back, yeah. and what happened there? Because you said this connected to her missing. This story. is because for me, this is when I try to rebond with. I should not. I regret leaving my foster mother. I always do now, now that I'm older. we mean left you, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm like, going back I home. made a statement at 14, which you should never be allowed to do. In court, you mean? I felt like Justin Bieber in my real life. No, I was like, I went against the system. I, one day, I was, I got into a situation with my foster mother and in that home. And at 14, I was standing there and I was looking at the edge of the driveway and I was like, my, I, my, my, you know, the, my foster mother and my mother live a town away from each other. Yeah. My foster mother lives in like all Connecticut, greenery, just endless, you know, Connecticut. What people mm-hmm. think of when they think of Connecticut. And yeah. then you have my mom who lives in the hood. Yeah. And like, I, but like we would drive, like from once, and I was honestly, there's two things happen. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was fascinated by living in the hood. I didn't want to live in the fucking... <laughs> And then I was 14. And then at the same time, I had something happen, and I was like, I am gonna walk to my mom's house. And I knew the path because I would drive there every day, like after school or whatever. So I get there and I walk there. 
by the time I get there, I must have walked there. It uh, took me like an hour and a half to walk there. It's the first time I'd walking up. My foster mother is very strict. By that time, the police had been called. Um, it was a whole situation. Basically, I ran away. Mm-hmm. But I went straight to my biological mother. Yeah. My, mo- my biological mother is like this. As she comes home, I get there at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. I remember this day. And she's like, what are you doing here? I was like, I want to come home. And that was such a big statement at 14 that the yeah. court was like, let her go home. Yeah, let her go home. Yeah. At 14 is when you, having dealt with this, at 14 is when the court starts taking your opinion yeah. seriously. After, after six years and then yeah. everything was going on. And then my foster mother was like, well, if that's what she wants. And my foster mother was very hurt for many years. We we got through it, but yeah, that was like a thing. So you went back home. I was being very selfish. With your mom. How how was that when you got back home? <laughs> a whole. It, this we are getting into it. We sure are. Um, this, this relates to your mom going missing. So I realized I made the biggest mistake of my life. How soon did you realize you made that mistake? A week. A week. A chuck, week. Chuck that Tito's and tell me more. A weekend. A weekend. <laughs> A weekend, you're a like, week but then at, at, at that point, can't you be like, oh, let me go back? Or is it too late? No, it's too late. The cords have already been put in motion. It's uh, a, and you, you have to remember, it's a privilege when you get a good home like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, a cushy bed. Like, you can't just, mm, this is serious. Back. Like, there's somebody else that needs that spot. And at yeah. the same time, I can only appreciate that now, not as a kid. Yeah. But like, at the same time, it's a lot to deal with, to move someone, to, to make these, Yeah. you know? Mia, yeah. <laughs> do a cigarette. Oh, thank you. I mean, not like it for me. But anyway, here's it. So, uh, so when you go back home mm-hmm. and you realize you made a mistake, you know there's, I mean, did you talk Instantly. to lawyers? Or you knew you could? Oh, I freaked out right away. Yeah. I was a smart kid. I'll say that. I was very like. And they were like tough titties. I had so many people to work with. And yeah. you know, I had a social worker. I had, it was like that. So, so and, and also at 14, you can't just excuse me, just live on your own. Obviously, I cannot just live on my own. And so at the time, do? I don't think like this. I'm, I'm, I just want to go home. I, I try to go back home. Of course, you know, I run to my foster mother, who basically sat me down and told me tough cookies. Whoa, she was still hurt. Okay, so it was like, a lot of hurt. Yeah. This was a big and then, thing. So you went there, and then you went, and you went back. Well, no, because she would visit me. Like, she was still my mom. Like, yeah. she was still going to come see me. Like, yeah. it was mom. Mom she, is mom. That's it. So, but, you, but you my, moved my, in with your biological mom. I moved in with my biological mother. And and right away, you're like, this isn't a smart idea. But did you have a plan? Like, I'm you going You know to- what it is? My mother showed me right away. I hate, in her own way, she made me feel maybe she, I don't know. But basically, ha, 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 you're in my grasp. Your life is going to be hell. And it proceeded to be that way until I became 18. Until you became 18. So it was four years of just different abuse. Now, I get that. So, um, but the abuse, I imagine... But this is the thing. My mother, even if you want to... Okay, here's the problem. You tell someone, okay, they're ill, they're mentally ill. My mother was also... She really fucking hated me. Like, not in a normal way. Like... She was jealous. It was like a lot of weird shit. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, it's like hard. To, and that's with that's without the schizophrenia. Yeah. And then do you understand? Of, of course I do. I, of course. So she just had like. You can tell the difference. What's interesting about that is, do you ever think about why did your mother, if she was so resentful of you and? Well, oh, me and my sisters talk about it all the time. Why did she not let you be adopted? She did that out of I think it was in her time. No, let me tell you this because she would talk like this. She would get upset with the D- she would have fights with DCF because DCF is the middleman, right? Yeah, that's what they call it, Department of Children of, uh, and Families. Yeah, DCF. 
<laughs> and they would like certain things. She would want to get protective. Thank you, Mia. Mia at Mia fucking Mars. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, good stuff to talk about. I think everyone should talk about their mothers. Absolutely. Everyone will know their traumas. It's, it's all about this that. is therapy. It is therapy. always. Um, so. But I'm over it too. That's the okay. thing. Okay. Yeah, we're over it, and then we're In not way. over it. But we we'll have over to it, get but over, we're it. Not over it. No, well, because I lost my mother. In okay, the so end. what do you mean you lost your mother? So over the years, whatever it turns into, I get back to living like as if I never really left, and what that means is. Um, my mom express like she dude i can't explain okay it. okay but let me just try break so is there a point where she can no longer physically be abusive because you're just too big there's a whole story behind what you just you guys said had a fist fight oh my god we were like yes you know how but that happened not because of me or something petty it happened because here's the thing my mom, all right so she so I moved back home right away I realized this is not gonna work she keeps me up every day and I have to go to school what do you mean she keeps you up every day she's ranting and raving about okay the first week I'm there is okay the first week I move in let me explain how things I think this is it I'm gonna be with my family I miss my foster mother I'm crying about my foster mother almost every day and she makes um a bed for me uh huh in the living room but or she makes a real bed when when we were when i was supposed to okay so before you move in you do you start having like weekend visits and then more visits and she had me in a nice room so she was like you're coming home make it really nice boom right the first day that it's like everything's closed off like i'm there i live there now whatever it's now gone but away. they're gone in a yeah like all the the harass now they're supposed to be like this is your world yeah literally it was like the joke was like you are in my custody in now and i will now. crush you oh it's like a bad disney movie. yeah it was like like she the bed i was sleeping in she wouldn't let me sleep in now i had to sleep in the second bedroom on the couch which is just you know like this like but this is yeah. fine and i'm young also like i also don't care okay but i'm like 14 so i don't think about it like that but then imagine your mom where the room you're gonna sleep in because you're gonna start like living there starts coming in every night around 3 a.m saying that because if you saw the layout of the house the room that i was supposed to live in that she changed is like here and it's dark and she comes in and she starts saying she starts talking to something in the room and then leaves me and I'm in the farthest part of the apartment mind you and leaves me there and I'm 14 thinking there's something in that room that I was supposed to be living in but meanwhile I can't stay in that room I stay in the dining room which is, she has the extra couch it's not as comfortable couch at all and I'm just crying I miss my foster mother after a half an hour of my mother ranting and raving at 3am out of nowhere and I never my foster mother was very like that mom she didn't smoke cigarettes my mom is like smoking I remember not being able to because I had asthma when I was younger uh-huh. it's a long story but this is my first experience of like this is your first week so you're like I'm in hell yeah like I know that this is gonna be and I could see in her eyes she did it too it's like torture like water but like Japanese torture like I'm not gonna let this bitch sleep she thinks she's gonna be her home and she's gonna be comfortable now that I'm an adult and I can look back and knowing my mother and how she thought mm-hmm. she was gonna make me suffer yes and at 14 she this terrified me she turned all yeah. the lights off afterwards and leave and then I look in the room and feel like there was something in there because she'd have this whole 
don't you come in here and die. And like, I'm like, what? Because I know what normal is, right? Because I had a foster mother, and now and this like, is God, not normal. Is not, and you're trapped at this point. You can't go anywhere. And there's no way out. And there I tried to get out. Was there a point where, like, I'm just going to fucking move to New York and live on the streets? I tried to run away again. You tried to run away, and then the again. cops just pick you up and then bring you back. No, it's even more embarrassing than that. I get really upset. So, let alone that happens. The babies are born, by the way. Mm. There's babies in all the middle of and this. And now is she somehow nice to these babies? Mm. It doesn't get better, but the, no one gets it as bad as me. Let's yeah, put it okay. that way. Yes. Yeah, the first usually gets it the worst. In yeah, general, anyways. The but then worst. I just like get everything. But then yeah. here's the thing. We move out of the home literally a month after I move in. We go and live with her baby daddy's um, alcoholic mother. Who I love. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. That's what I have. Mama Mo. Yeah. Forever. I don't care. She's dead now, but I love her. Okay, so you moved in with her. She's so then you're away bitch. from your mom's craziness at this point. Well, no. My mom comes along. We move out of the home that she sold to the state. Got it. And now we can't live in an apartment. And she moves in with her now baby daddy's family and now we live with her baby daddy's family in a nicer part of Connecticut yeah, mind yeah. you and a, a Yorkie and his crazy fucking brother yeah who let's just put it this way at some point in my life I see him a week before he kills himself by jumping in front of a train due to his heroin addict addiction Oh, uh, welcome to my world, motherfucker. Yeah, that's intense. This is real. So This is my whole fucking life. It's a mess. And you know what? I want to be honest about it. I'm sick of being yeah. pretending. Don't, yeah, I don't, felt like yeah. one of my fake Talk synthetic hairs on the... So, um, now, meanwhile, you're going through school. Is school... Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to 14 high school. Hello? Yeah. Which is already traumatic. Yeah. It's now, the first time I experienced it, acne. Acne? <laughs> Oh, oh! I was stressed the fuck out. Yes. You did you have bad acne? I have bad acne. I had to go on acne day. I had like really bad acne. Really? I was called pizza face. Oh my god! I had chest knee and back knee. Bill, you poor thing. Was I'm your mother schizophrenic and beating you on the side? No, she wasn't. Uh, I'm beating you up. My mother no, was no, very no. big, so you're right. There does come a, a tumble in the story. So my mother would always hit me. But the thing is, is thing about Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. They they come with more Jamaicans, so I'm not alone in this world, in this little package world of trauma. Mm-hmm. She does work as a nurse, and she has a best Ironic. friend that's a nurse. Yeah, and her best friend's daughter becomes like my best babysitter, and is like a Jamaican. Teaches me how to talk, teaches me how to cook, teaches me what my mother did, and takes over, and protects me in a lot of ways yeah. from my mother, but always kind of condone it. So like you taught from her i was taught things like don't ever just leave your mother alone don't bother your mother it's your mother she gave you life be grateful it's your mother she gave you life be grateful so in a lot of ways i've always looked at it like that like you know what she's my mother she gave me life she's a bitch but is she really meant to be a bitch or was it her own traumas when she was a child because there's so many things to undig there right but then what i learned like through that is i would always i can't help her because as soon as I'm there I just my presence my physical presence with my mother had always been a negative thing so when I was able to make money that's where the story so most of my adult years has been taking 
care of my mother financially. We had okay, it connected. Okay, well, let, let, I get that. Let's back up a little bit, though. So you're in high school. At what point, now every, every model I know that has any success uh, is always like, oh, I was ugly duckling. Where was there a point in high school? Was there a point in high school or was it later where you were like, oh, wait, people think I'm hot? It wasn't that, no, it wasn't that. That's not how it worked for me. No, I'm cooler than that. When did that happen? When did that happen that you were like... When I got my first job at 16, what happened was I... What <laughs> happened was, so you were 16. <laughs> I became a yeah. baller. So, so how, did you, how did you become a model? Well, that's a long story. Jesus Christ, just make it interesting. I'm trying. Not really, no, I'm not This, this is fucking very interesting. But, how, I mean, because I'm just picturing this abusive situation. No, this your, doesn't, your this elbows, not how I become. High school, and 16, high school is its own world. I don't become a model until I'm. Did you graduate I'm, high school? I graduate high school. Okay, so In 16, spite of all of this, yes. I fucking graduated yes, fucking so technical are, you, high school. Yes. I was you, a fashion designer. I went to school. Oh, cool. So, so at 16, how did you get your first modeling job? No, I didn't. I, I became a model after I was on American. I didn't know about, I didn't think I was. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is what's interesting about America's Next Top Model. Why it's so okay. By the so way, part of my for story. people who who are uh, kind of you know tuning in, let's be honest. The reason you're on the show is because you're on America's <laughs> Top Model. That's I mean, not true. Yes, that's not the reason I know you. No, I know, but that's why. You're no, I wouldn't be here. No, you know what? Every girl resents this because yes, I went on the show. But for me to have gotten on the show, I have no idea to tell you. Like the show didn't do anything yeah, you, for me. How did you get after, on? But how did you get on American the, Top Model? Don't let me be that person because I'm going to tell how it really is. To get on that fucking show is actually an accomplishment. Yeah, and sure. I think it's major because when you find out that out of 500,000 people that at that time tried to be on that show. 500,000 people. That's girls, not a real number. 500,000 people 500, that year people applied. applied. And out of those 500 people, they only request 33. Okay. So let me, let's back up. So how did you... I think it's a great accomplishment. It, it is a huge accomplishment. No one's, despite, no one's diminishing uh, yeah. it at all. No, because sometimes I think like people don't get it. Like that's really fucking cool. But also cool. the but, fuck those the, but the, the aftermath makes you look like like you did that and like eh, it doesn't leave good taste in the fashion industry's mouth. They don't like now they, they don't do, respect the models from that show. You're not saying? not at my time because things have changed. People don't respect how much things have changed because. Mm-hmm. Now with social media, the modeling world is is a very rarefied air, and people don't really breathe it in America. So, but like, but that's the thing. Like when I started, it was still that level of sophistication. Now with social media, if I go on Top Model now, I could become one of the biggest models in the world and be a personality and sell a makeup kit. Okay, and be rich because at the end of the day, we want to be successful. We want to make some money. We want to be able of to course, give it back course. to our. So I, I still want to get to how did you even know to? A, if you said you weren't so a model, so this is what the story is. So I never heard I was a model, but that like I did, like everyone else when it first came on, and I would see the girls that they were calling. Before that, I never picked up a Vogue book. But did people say you should be a model? No people. No. So any other time before that, I thought I was ugly. And every sure. time before that, I was treated like I was ugly. I never yeah. thought of the word model. I never thought of a job being a model. Yeah. I just thought make money, like, <laughs> so yeah, that just make money. I could make money the second I would hustle. I would like braid hair. So when I was 16, when I was fit 14, that was the best thing that happened though, out of all the shit that happened, I got my braces taken off. And I was like, people were like, oh my God, you have really nice teeth. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. 
And that was right after I got out of foster care. My foster mother gave me the braces. So as soon as I come out of that thing, I go live with my mother, who's traumatizing, mm -hmm. and I get acne. So I don't think people, I do have glasses. I have Coke bottle glasses. I have really bad eyesight. I have horrible eyesight, yeah. still. I, I don't think I'm an ugly duckling to a less ugly duckling. Yeah. But you went from being an ugly duckling to a super. I did, but that happened very, very late for me. And so the first time I ever heard it was after Top Model that I even because Top Model was watching like watching the show. So you so you watch the show, and basically you see for the first time, which is why it's such an amazing show. Like oh these are regular girls and I could be one and that's the first time it even dawned on me what it means to be a model and, and I was immediately like, interested. In well, yeah, know. basically by the time I was 15, I became for the first time popular in school. Okay. And I was in fashion. And, you're acting and it was the girls that I worked with in fashion that were like, "You're a model." You're a runway model. And I was like embarrassed. If anyone said I was beautiful, I didn't like looking at myself in the mirror. I was that girl. Yeah. I really have a lot of insecurities yeah. from being like For, told I was ugly from yes. my life at home and the things I was going through and on top of all my back and school was like just the cherry on top of traumas and then somehow my mother moves out of my home it's a long story so when you move to the new place you new, new school and now you're popular well, I go to my school. We moved to the hood, but my school is a technical high school. I don't have to live any place to go to this school. Once you admit to this school, it's like being in college. Yeah. Once I admit this is the school I'm going to. So we move to another area where my mother finally goes back home. And my mom, after this point, is trying. And I get my first boyfriend. And I get, you know, I start building up my self-esteem. Yeah. I'm in the hood. I think I'm cool. I really thought it was cool to live in the hood. Yeah. I swear to God, I thought it was the coolest thing that ever existed. And um And you're Jamaica, so and, you have a sort of like you know, and then to be honest, feel. like now that I left my father my foster mom made me a super nerd. My yeah. foster mom made me I didn't know what the Simpson was until I was fucking sixteen. Yeah. People don't know that. That's the thing. And I love the Simpsons. I've watched everything. I've bought every like Hello. Okay. I'm embarrassed though. It took That's me. It's like popping my. It's like not being a virgin until you're like 40. <laughs> it's that thing. Yeah, yeah. And that was because my foster mom was so religious. But no. Um. And then at 16, they had. So you have Top Model come out. It's the first time I even realized that there's a job called being a model for real. I swear. I'm like that's uh, yeah. behind. Yeah. And I'm in the hood, and I'm in school, and I'm like this was like oh there's this job where being tall will make you rich. Yeah. So there's at 16 uh, um, open call at the Brass Mill Center in Waterbury, Connecticut. In Waterbury, Connecticut. Waterbury, Connecticut. And every girl comes out and I go to walk. I get discovered. So how many girls are in this? Is it in a room? This is fun. You know, this is Hundreds. one of those things that they do as a gimmick. Like we're going to have the oh, Brass yeah, Mill yeah, Center. Yeah. And you don't really think anything's going to come of it. They're filming this. this doing a whole it's a whole promotion thing there's an agent and it turned out it was there's john casablanca you've probably heard of it back then it was like 2000 and what two three uh -huh. that era and i go and what's crazy is there's a real model that was there i walk i'm cheesy i look like waterbury connecticut but i'm tall and i'm skinny and i get discovered Outside of the contest, they pick like a cute kid and some parents and like they make it a game. But on the side, they gave me a real thing. They go, you're a model. We're going to sign you to Elite. This and this and this. Go back to your parents. We want to work with you. They call the home. They follow up. You're a model. You're a real model. My mother, 
who had nothing to do with a car. This is so you understand my mother. Yeah. Nothing to do with a car. I scream at her. I beg. I it felt. You know when you feel something's in your spirit that it was your yeah. time. Even though I didn't know much about modeling, even that little thing and top model, I was motivated and I was ready to go. At yeah, and then 16. someone says, "Hey, you're a model." You're like, "Fuck yeah!" And she goes, "No, no reason." She stays there, cold face. No, I call. I, and she, I, my cousin, I told you about. That's like the reason I'm cool and Jamaican for real. She goes to her my, mo- my mother goes if you take this girl to that thing i will never let you see her again no 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 she and not because she actually she said because you need to finish school yeah no no she did not want me to ever succeed or do anything good in this entire world yeah okay. she was my first roadblock in life so then that modeling thing went away it went away and oh, i wow. cried yeah because at 16 that's devastating to you yeah, that was bigger sure. than prom for me but isn't 16 an age where you can actually kind of file for emancipation well i wasn't that kind of kid i yeah, just went sure. about my life yeah. i cried about it and then i went to school went to school okay so now modeling is no longer in your purview no yeah i think and my mother fucked me and i'm gonna be 18 and i'm gonna make it this is all so i think what, now you were like here. counting down to 18 at this point yeah at this point and at 18 what happens I'm a fucking baller. I'm a you fucking do. baller. All yeah. of a sudden, I'm working at Radio Shack. You remember that? Oh, quit bragging. I know. So you get a job at Radio Shack. Get a fucking job at Radio Shack. I'm able to save a control f- cars. I'm, but, but back then, it was this transition. I was there when um, flat screen TVs came out, and yeah. Skype was just a big telephone, and yeah. you had to sell it on the car. I, I have so many. I'm. I was born in 1987. So you're killing the Radio Shack I'm game. I'm killing the fucking Radio Shack game. I could become a manager. I couldn't do other things. And you know what I do? After a year of being there and stashing up, I come to New York. You just take your money. Take my fucking money. Take a bus. I fucking take the train. Take the train. Yes, fucking no, metro. Train. MTA. MTA. And you get off on in Manhattan. And what do you do? I fucking go. Well, I go to Jersey first because I make friends. Don't get me wrong. I got there with some friends. I some yeah. cool friends that live in Jersey City. College student going to Berkeley. I was hanging with college students even though I wasn't one. I'm a cheater. I don't actually go to school, but I like study like I do. Yeah. Okay. I'm that person. I'm smarter than I look. Yeah. Got it. So then, you know, uh, models we do that. So We're insecure. You, so how do you get? So I'm sure a lot of people who are probably in your position. <laughs> Are curious, like, hey, I feel like I'm a model. I feel like I could succeed this. Business. I was a model, and how did you? How did you make that jump? How did it start happening? So that's the thing. I was the girl that literally had her prom coming out night, where I put contacts in for the first night. I was beautiful. I was done up. It's the rom com on a Netflix series. This is like real life. Like yeah. I make, I made my own dress because I was in fashion technology. Yeah. So I'm like the sexiest girl there and I won a trophy that night for most unique dress so nice. yeah good times yeah I get that so I'm I still want to I still want to get the story about I'm going to promote Tito's then Tito's yeah Tito's, Tito's is the shit man so um Under, nope some people don't know about Tito's handcrafted which is I don't shit. know what that means but this I guess blessing on the earth so Spill um some for my so fallen I, so dreams I still want to know how you Woo. get your first modeling job so that's the thing I never modeled before I'm just a hustler I'm this girl that does a thousand things I was working at Radio Shack at one time saving up to come to New York and make it big and um and working at a factory job where I was working for Revlon making their packaging not the like like the 
like pushing buttons on a machine that made like capsized things that would go down a conveyor belt like like extra money like i'm i'm stunting and making that little side hustle because in connecticut no matter how much money you make it'll never be new york money so i said fuck all this i quit the job and i start dancing in jersey city right off willow street you're a strip club a strip club no, no but not a real strip club because I'm in Jersey City and I'm 19 so by the time I 18 to 19 I'm working at Radio Shack I had to be 18 yeah. at the time so I graduate I have my moment where I'm like oh I'm sexy at prom and then I like start building up my self esteem I get my first little job I'm smart I'm, you know what I'm saying I'm very whatever and I'm taught how to be a salesperson for a year then right on right like in January because I was actually one of the first days I work was like New Year's Eve or the day after New Year's Eve at the Squeeze in New York Jer- in in New in Jersey City, which is a bikini bar because yeah. there's alcohol being served and that's how Jersey works. So you dance on the bar type of thing. And yeah, but I couldn't even drink because I'm 19 at the yeah. time. For five months, I did this for the first time in my whole life. Yeah. Like the first time I was up there, I was disgusting. I was like a little duck. I was scared. And then this guy gave me a hundred dollars. That's the most money I'd ever gotten at the time. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. You know, like, oh my God, a hundred dollars and yeah. it's not going to go right to weed. You know what I mean? Like, like the only time I saw that, like you have no idea. Like, yeah, that's huge. It was huge. Yeah. I was like a hundred dollars. Wow. He was like, you've never done this before. He was a perv. Now I know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, back yeah. then I just thought he was really nice. Yeah. He was a mentor. <laughs> he was a mentor. He meant everything. No, but no, I, it was just like the first guy, he gives it to me. He says, you're hot. And then after Microphone that, I became wild. Yeah. But five months in, sort of, I love this story. Actually, I love that I'm telling it finally. I don't think I've ever told it in this context. Yeah. I never had the chance. I'm all ears. Five months after living in Jersey City, doing that on and off. I had a boyfriend as uh-huh. well, a fiance. That's a good girl. Uh, and no, and then no titty shown, none of that. No, no, no champagne t- room. No, no, and the champagne rooms are so innocent. It yes. was like, it was but me you talking. Dances, dances, dances. But back then, I'm like, well, I can dance, yeah. like for real. Like I will. I'm just a dancer. I'm yeah. just, yeah. yeah. And so, five months in, I go on the show. I literally show up on TV, and people are like, "What the fuck?" And everyone that told me I was going to go to New York, I was going to be shit. So within that time frame, because I had a mission, I was going to go on America's Next Top Model. That was my goal. I got on America's Next Top Model so, right away. So talk about that process. So it was another first open, try, another first open time. casting. They have their open casting. Do they They're remember doing you from before? They remember me. Oh, no, they never knew me before. They never knew me from anything. I go on the show. I go, I cast. I cast again. I go, I have to go to LA. I do the whole they process. They fly you out to LA. Fly me out to so LA. This all that? happens, like, I, I, like, literally moved to New York. I'm trying for the show. I get on the show. Huh? I dance like here and there, and people know me as a dancer, but I'm not really a dancer, dancer. Yeah. I'm just like a hustler. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna make some money. And then I go on, and then I go to fucking LA. I get on the fucking show. I'm on the show. I use the fact that I'm a dancer. I say that because I knew that that was gonna tip, you know, make then it interesting. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then without the consequences, and then I get on the show, do the show, get sixth place. Afterwards, get signed to a major agency travel the world and here i am okay great with you bill this so, is a fail so i, I want to talk more no, about <laughs> i want to talk, yeah you finally made it <laughs> i made so it when you um when you i mean first of all when you found out you got it that must have been a huge moment and validation of like a lot of that was a lot of that and you know what i was the 
bad person that made it and told people to fuck off after. You know? <laughs> like when someone's trying to call me, I was like, I don't fucking know. You didn't talk to me in high school. <laughs> oh my God, that's fine. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I have no regrets. Yeah. Oh, you know no regrets? Okay. So <laughs> no. when you, I, I have not seen no. your, what season of, of American Top Model? Wait, Cardi B, but back then. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> in oh, my I world. I've heard stories about Cardi B. So um, what did you, did you tell me? I've been well, talking you know, she, a she lot. This is like exhausting. Have, she used to have, she used to I've been holding this. I'm spoiled now. You know, I'm hot. Yeah. Okay. I got that. Like the but I want to hear about like, the, I the modeling industry is still on, shady. Being so, so you were top six. That means how many weeks you were in the house? I was there from the end, basically. That's what it is. I had a lot. Of, I had so much air time, considering that I turned out to be one of the. I cried you, a lot on the, the show. Bad girl? No, I was the crybaby though, which I hate more because what I'm funnier than that. Um, <laughs> did, Tyra, did Tyra Banks make you cry? You know what it was? I was young, and once I got disappointed, disappointment is a shitty is a shitty emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So I want to talk. So, what was your relationship with Tyra Banks during the show? Well, as you can tell by my past, I'm a very emotional person, uh-huh. and so like dissecting someone my worst thing is meeting someone that i really and look it was childish even now that i've been a model for so long i see it differently even still like it's like oh tyra do you want to talk about tyra but yeah i mean it's i'm not good at this it's too much pressure stop no no pressure but i'm i'm wondering because it's just like you know it's like i'm a psycho i'm a psycho i'm a psycho you're a psycho. I'm a psycho. Do How do you say I psychoanalyze people? Well, how do you, do you say that? How do you phrase that? Um, I just knew her right away when I saw her, and it was like, Meh. and then her trying to be her uh-huh. didn't work for me. Yeah. Like, um, I saw how she treated other girls, and as a woman that comes from other women, mm-hmm. do you know, as a as like foster child. Now that you know everything, for me it was like. And I'm still that country bum. So here's the thing about being from the middle of Connecticut. I'm no different than any other person that comes from like Louisiana. It's like mm-hmm. my heart was hurt when I saw who she was because she was empty. And I, now that I've been in this industry, I understand that emptiness. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense, yeah. Um, and did you develop any friendships in the show with people mm-hmm. that you worked with? Oh, yeah. Was it mostly caddy though? I mean, I just well, I was the girl that everyone house. went against. It was literally what do you mean went it was, against? I it was literally my seventh and eighth grade all compacted in one, which was my worst years. Because I told you in high school I became cool. Before that was when I went through the bully. That, yeah. Bullying happened to me during seventh and eighth grade. That was Swift Middle School, Watertown, Connecticut. I'm going to call them out forever. Yeah. Those were my dark times Very in dark school, times. and also and that, that, help, that also helped me leave my foster mother. Sure, school sure. there was that like changing schools and going to like evil yeah. white kids. They yeah. were Trump multiplied, got it, and divided because they were young. Yeah, well, you know, white people are evil. We we get that. So I'm half white. I get to say <laughs> it. Yeah, we are. We're fucked. So, so as you're going through and you're in the house with these women, I think a lot of people. They look at that. It's not very glamorous, right? It's just like you're just stuck there. Well, I'm an emotional person, and what I'm looking for always is not. I think the show was what it was, and then I was stupid because I didn't do full research. I was always hustling. I was always working hard, and I moved very fast. Yeah. So did I 
pick apart what this like now you can google anything about anything you can google how to be on a reality tv show yeah i was just like i'm going to new york oh i'm gonna be america's next top model oh tyra's amazing she really supporting all the women and you get there and you see her pick on women how she really picked on women and then she talks about naomi campbell this is where i'm gonna have my tea you're right this is my tea because naomi campbell i've met her she's not nice but i, I like her reputation yes but it's a thick look you have people that have a persona look prince is always gonna act like prince and if he didn't act yeah. like Prince, he wouldn't be Prince. Yes. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Naomi is Prince. Naomi, when you talk about icons, when you talk about these people that you look up to, and I couldn't appreciate this when I was younger. I can only appreciate it now that I'm older and being in the industry and how people talk about the industry and how people talk about it growing through social media. Can I even appreciate that? But even as a young person meeting her Tara is that person that like pretends to be something and then under all of that she was really that yeah girl she wasn't really supporting the models she wasn't all those girls that who knows how many girls have really she's ruined lives that's the thing about top model i believe i this is allegedly i believe yes of course, it's your place. She's ruined now, lives. Now, let me ask you about she's this. She's prayed, but not her. Is it the show or is it her? But when meeting her, she's a part of it, right? Got it. So, I've had different reality stars on the show, on the podcast, and one of them on The Bachelorette talked about the, the producers are very smart, and they, they, they know psychology, and they yeah. know how to, how to talk to you as a contestant to get you to create the best television. In other again, words, they fuck with you. Again, and they go, oh, again no, no, no. honestly, I think some of the things I know now is because I went through that, right? Yeah. I get yeah. to decide, like, like the questions they ask. In hindsight, I get to look back and be like, yeah, they fucked with me, right? Yeah. It, I would have a great day and I would go into the back and they would say, for instance, I would go back and they would be like, you know, I'm having a good day, I'm normal. And they'd be like, Lisa, how do you feel that everyone hates you? Wow. The producers are Yeah, through. they're like, everyone's been talking shit about you. Nobody likes you in the house. Everyone wants to see you fail. And this is like, I grew are up they, in foster care. Not, which they know. Which they know. I grew up in foster care. My mother said I would... This is words from my mother. You are going to die at 16 in a ditch and no one's going to love you and yeah. your body is going to rot. Yeah. And it would have been as if shit had dissipated yeah. into the air. That's my mother. Yeah. There's so Merry much Christmas. love in the air. Okay, I feel so then it. These, it's so these, very clear. These producers know that, and they yes. kind of they they and are they they're doing that? They're and they, doing that they said, so that you would yeah. talk shit back. But I'm not that person, right? I'm actually at this point. I was an, I was I used to be a good person. This is oh, not who we're so talking right. about. A past tense version of me that doesn't exist anymore. Yes. So that person was like not the person to react in the normal social media friendly way where I get sassy and I go fuck them hoes I was like wait I really I was I said her hair was pretty well and then yeah in one end I got emotional like I I really so all my traumas on the side I'm like oh this is real I'm like oh this is who I really am and this is fucked up and then I heard it then the next week mm. and then the, and then for the rest of the narrative I How was going to be the last? girl How long were you in the house? 
I was there for two months, two, two months. to three months, and you can't because the whole thing is. You know how that works. I don't. Everyone know. knows how that works. I mean, you, can, you can go out and stuff, right? No, no, no. Anything you do is with a chaperone. And when it like while we're being filmed, when we weren't being filmed, we had to be what was called on ice, which is yeah. no speaking because they don't want to miss any of the footage. So everything that you felt and was expressing had to be on camera. And uh, and in between that, you had to shut the fuck up. Wow. Did you have a boyfriend at the time? Same I did. I had fiance. You had fiance. Oh, men love me. Yes. Not because I'm a dancer. Yes. Okay. So you have the fiance. Your fiance, Maybe. but you can't see your fiance during American I'm very Pop Belt, professional right? and performance yeah, art. Okay. So you you can't see I your fiance. Do anything. Yes. You cannot see your fiance. Right. That's not why he married me. Okay. Ow. So You're I've not noticed. Anything. This got wet. I'm. It's fine. Ah! I've noticed the defense mechanism hell. kicking in. Where you start Yeah, singing. humor and sex. It <laughs> saves my life every time. So what happened? So just, so what's the fallout of this? So you did the show, you got to six. When you, you, you. Here's you, the thing. I was from one of, here. I should have won the show. I really believe that. I should have won the show. Why don't you think you did? Because Tyra and I couldn't connect. If I had mm. connected with Tyra, Mm-hmm. which I think is the goal of the show. That's what no one understands. It's not about winning the show or being good. If you are able to, and now that I've been in the industry so long and I've learned how to pander to different agents and mm-hmm. different, and that's all it is, is this, right? Isn't that what the industry is about? I'm a little bit, I've never been that person. I never felt comfortable being fake and, look, I'm fake in certain ways. Game. I play certain games, but sure. to like, Bill, if you don't like me, and then I have to constantly like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not good at like, I don't know. I don't know. Back then I wasn't, maybe now I'm better because yes. I've, I've been in the industry now for a long time. But back then I, I it hurt my feeling. Like I saw her one way as a human mm-hmm. and then getting that plastic return. And I still don't get that. I, I No, I meet people. If I connect with them, I want to work with them. She's a person that I didn't feel like was a person yeah and she has a reputation she was able to create a reputation of being an advocate for women and black women and you know she had a talk show where she was but yeah she i think is a narcissist in hiding yeah but like guiding women who in the background women you'll never hear about women you'll never see women that and being the woman that has actually made more women insecure and probably physically directly indirectly because she's just running a business this is what's hard about me deciphering everything because on one end the more i learn if i were going to suddenly bring a big television show if you were and there's just talent coming in like fucking sardines what happens at some point you don't care yeah it's just show you're just churning people out but these no matter what you do these are people real people and there was a point where i saw that she was jealous of ebony who was a girl on my show which all the things considered getting eliminated whatever but she was the type of woman that was going to be jealous and this isn't about me that's what's crazy how i feel about tyra has nothing to do with me how I feel like Tyra is me seeing how she treated another girl on my show that made that girl be the first girl to ever quit America's Next Top Model. Oh, Ebony quit. Yeah, and she was one of my girls yeah. on the show. And Tyra didn't like me. Yeah. Tyra didn't like her. And it wasn't about her talents. And I think they picked really bad pictures. 
based on the show. Sure. I think that they decided that like maybe she's too good and she's this and it's like that, you know, it just is what it is, but I just I've seen it ruin so women's lives. So what was the lives. moment that what was the moment where Ebony is like I'm out? Was there entire picked on her? What did what she say? Do you remember? Okay, so it's hard to explain it because you have you ever been in a situation where it's like really awkward and you can feel it in the room? Yes. But then you watch it back and it was edited. But like only you'll ever know and you can see what the audience sees and you know what like happened in real life. Yes. Yeah, that's happened. I don't know how to explain that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it's a hard thing to... When every single person in the room is bugged, like, like why did you do what you just did? And Tyra Banks is the weirdo in the situation. You're in a group where it's like five people and then someone says something really stupid but everyone knows that that person says something stupid and that person is a fucking weirdo but that person is like, like the richest person in the group. Yes. And everyone yes. panders at the end because yes. they go, that's the richest person in the group so we're going to be really nice to whatever stupid bullshit comes out of yes. their mouth they, even though they're disgusting character yeah. of a person yes. making money yes. off of those girls and not paying them mm. for getting, the money that she got. You weren't getting paid on America's Top Model? No, I think I walked away with $695. Thank you, Tyra. Wow. And oh, but I'm supposed to be grateful for the experience. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I think she blacklisted me from like elite models, dude. But you said you signed with a big uh, agent. I did that. But it was right after America's Top Model. Before America's Top Model really hit and before the winner had won. So when you are eliminated from the show and I was eliminated sixth place. So the winner hadn't been announced yet. Well, as soon as you're eliminated, you're allowed to go and try to find an agency. Yeah. So not a lot had really happened. But let me explain this. Me getting with my agents had more to do with who I was as a person. Yeah. Than me as a American Next Well, because the show hadn't aired yet either. The, well, it had aired, but it wasn't at the... Look, if you cared about this show, a lot of the fashionistas at that time didn't care at that level. Like, yeah. now anything happens, everybody knows. Yeah. Back then, like, are you watching every show on Bravo? And, yeah. like, it's like knowing the chef, the just one chef boyardee, and then goes and works at, like, whatever amazing restaurant, yes. the Mr. Chow's. He's going to walk in. They don't know what the fuck the guy is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> I don't know. Does that make sense? It kind of makes sense. Did you hear what I said? I did hear what you said. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying to a degree. Okay. You know? So, um... Like, I hadn't been found out yet, but then they shipped me off to Paris the second they did. They shipped you off to Paris? So is that where you ended up living? For a while. Well, I was in Europe for a long time. And so did, that was 2008. How did your, how your you gotta go back. This is 2007. Yeah. I was on the show. 2008. Yeah. Dude, these are like weird years as well so after the show is when you we feel like your life and career obviously sort of came to focus and so, took off well then I just went on to like the breeding ground of modeling which I should have never went on the show I also I battle with that because I feel like I had an incident where it proved that I should not have been on the show Go Chanel on. was Chanel requested me and Dolce and Gabbana and then they never want to see me again because I was on America's Next Time Model interesting they told you that well, my agent told me that, but it is what it is. Yeah. It just is what it is. I was really motivated back then. Yeah. Now I'm not. Now there's a million reasons never to hire me. But back, <laughs> th <laughs> back then I was serious. Back so, then I really loved what I wanted to be great. Yes. 
And after you got out of the Cocoon American Top Model, you said that you started trying. So obviously your career took off, right? Well, well, any model will tell you, like, even when it looks like it's safe. Like, I, but look, if I had Instagram back then, mm-hmm. it would look like my, my life had taken off. Yeah. But it was the old classic, go to this country, mm-hmm. you're going to be broke for 25 fucking years. I don't but know. And we'll pay for everything. Well, no, back then I hadn't learned yet. About how to do that. Did you... Uh, be, now, where, what happened to your fiancé at this I point? I have to go pee. You have to go pee? Okay, hold on. <laughs> we're deleting everything. I'm just talking to you, but we're deleting everything. This is good, huh? Yes. Are <laughs> uh-huh. you getting what you wanted? Yes, Me yes. being crazy? Yes, yes, yes. Hold on. I definitely need a whole story about it. Yeah. No, I'm sure you it's like a... Wait, you got you got it. It's still on? We're, we're, we're not done yet. We got to Like, get, you kept it on? Huh? You got no, background I, I footage? It. Oh, okay. The, the, the camera's now off. Okay, so let's get to. Um, so, how many covers have you done? So, that's the thing. I mean, like, I've traveled and I've done different things in different countries. So, runway was most of the. No, I've done a lot of print work. Uh-huh. So, I've done campaign work where, like, I'm on a bus, I'm on a thing. Like, I sell. What was, the, what was the thing that you did that was like the most like this is fucking Here's it. the thing for me. This is the thing. So considering my career, I'll be on it. At one end, I got very um, disinterested about modeling. Sure. And then I just wanted to travel. Yeah. So I use it to travel and then I get to the location and I live my best life. Yeah. But I always went to castings, always, you know. Yeah. But I didn't take it as seriously. Trust me, there's a level of seriousness you have to go to to become the all-star. Yeah. There's an all-star. It's safe to look at modeling. Just like every other sport, you have an all-star team. Yeah. And, and the there's a like farm it. league. And there's me. The B team. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Life on the B team. I care enough. Not yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, but I did work as a commercial girl and I worked with Macy's and I shot with BCBG. I worked with Christian Dior. I've worked with almost oh, almost Estee Lauder. I've worked with a lot of campaigns. Mm-hmm. I've got good skin. You don't have this on anymore. I'm so yeah. good with this. Yeah. Fuck. Put your back on. So, so yeah. And then... Um, no, I've worked a lot. Modeling for me has been like sporadic and interesting. And like modeling as a whole industry for years, for the last 12 years, uh-huh. have been very much what I wanted it to be. But I lost the drive as sure, far as like, sense. like well, where is it? I don't want to be, being a super, super model doesn't mean the same. Like now I'm like, should I be an actress? Should I be a singer? Should I be? But Top Model teaches you. Ironically, Top Model taught did Top Model teach me a lot? Yes. Did it put me in the front of the line for certain things? Like, because like, if you meet someone that likes you from the show, yeah, it's like a fan. It is what it is. Like, they yeah. love you. And I've gotten free Starbucks off of this shit. Like, <laughs> forever. Forever. Starbucks always. Star- free is. Starbucks. That's free great. Star- I've had so much free Starbucks. Yes. Thank you, Starbucks. Employees. Is that a thing? Can I say that? Yeah, you that can like, say that. Am I a cheesy? I feel like no. I'm just so good at this. Like, I'm a natural. It's my first time. <laughs> This um, is like sex so for me. Did did did, uh, did my life, so when you lost the <laughs> the urge or the drive, are are you still with the same agency? Major models, and I have a very long story. Oh, oh, it always gets dark. You know, every relationship you make makes a new. This is about my mother being lost. You lost Again, the point. We never, we never get that. Let's get to that. Let's go back to that because my career is really boring. Other than that, Tom model was interested in the fact that. This happened. 
Tyra is really uh, strange to this beautiful black girl, mm-hmm. Ebony. And Ebony was probably NSA's day, considering how women take care of themselves, considering the trends. Ebony is one of the most beautiful black women I've ever seen. Is she still model? No. Mm. Why would she? Tyra scared her away from mm. it. Tyra picked on her, made her feel bad about her teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, why are you going to be like this? This is how you have to act. You look like this. She, she made her sit in her seat, Tyra. They cut this out, I think. Or maybe they put it in. I don't know. But they, what they cut out is the back and forth. And afterwards, Ebony came to me and she was like, that for me, because I really am shy. And I get that the show is about pushing the limits, mm-hmm. putting you out there. Maybe Tyra didn't even do anything that bad. Yeah. Truly. But I remember how it felt to be in each of our stages. And sometimes, someone like you, you've been in LA for years, you really take it for granted. Like when you come from nothing and you're from nowhere, mm-hmm. these are major life events. Yeah. So if Tyra Banks goes and sits and goes, you look like this and you stand all wobbly and weird and then you're not smiling, what's wrong with you? Why are you smiling? You should smile more. But but here's the thing. I'm so intuitive. I don't care what Emma says because of all my traumas. I understand that she's doing it because now that I'm a woman, mm-hmm. it's like me picking on a 21 year old. Yeah. Like I, she was 20 what eight at the time. You know what I mean? You have to look at things in that respect. Yeah. Like there's bully. Tyra's a bully. Yeah. Naomi Campbell is an icon. Yeah. That's my whole statement. There's a difference. But it's different because she did it to everyone and to everything. Tyra was like, that bitch is prettier than me. I fucking want her to suffer. Hey, that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm here for all the women. That's good. That's like the problem with social media, isn't it? So do you feel that um, now that you went through that and you've experienced what you've experienced, do you feel an obligation to sort of pass on your knowledge to younger women? No, I don't. No. No, I just say it in like passing because it is what it is. Yeah. I feel annoyed about it because I'm always going to be that person that protects other people. Like, the reality is, I saw Tyra for who she was. She was a bitch. And I see it for how she plays the game, but I respect it. Do I respect? I fucking respect that shit. Yeah. I'm a hustler. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm a fucking hustler. I've been through bigger shit. <laughs> There's bigger fish to fry. I just know that the world cares about things like this. Of course I do, yeah. And, um, she's a bitch. Yeah. She's a real. She fired Mrs. J. Mrs. J is the. Bl- you Mrs. have J to put me icon. back on camera. Mrs. J is a fucking icon and a fucking superstar and the she greatest person that Mrs. ever. J? She fired these people and kept Mr. J, who's a vacuous, empty vessel of a tinted tin man, fucking no heart looking motherfucker. So. It shows you who people are, and then you wonder why social media and everyone's empty and sad. As a philosopher, okay, let me tell you. In all my life, I've been a model, I've been a, I've been an, a singer, I've even done improv. But I'm a philosopher above all else. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll buy that for the sake of the podcast. I I could be a psychologist and write a book. Okay. You should. And a neurologist. I love the way the brain works. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell you more about your hippocampus than my you should know. Do you even know what a hippocampus is? It's the part of your brain that uh, has the hypothalamus and decides what What does the hippocampus do? It gives you the fight or flight no. reflex. That's your prefrontal cortex, I believe, but um, we can check that. The hippocampus is memory. It's the amygdala that does that. 
hippocampus is memory the amygdala is the fight or flight you're right the prefrontal cortex is your consciousness when you're more um, when you're delegating things to yourself yes but if your if your prefrontal cortex is limited Mm -hmm. or like you're having like a anxiety attack which is what happens is where the blood flows away from that part of the brain because of panic um, you actually lose all sense of self yeah because that's your that's your consciousness at yeah. its finest. Yeah, I know that. So when I'm did model. you? So I'm with your fiance. I'm a supermodel. Yeah. I need you to have a camera for these. <laughs> so y- your relationship. This with your is fun. We should run. Oh. We should have a show, Bill. <laughs> I don't know about you, but we should have a fucking show. So did your um? I interview other people. I'm boring, really. That's no, all not. I have it's to say. Boring. That was everything I had to say. Is everything I have to say? I'm boring. So, okay, fine. This is so, what my relationships are like. They're like, she's on the go. Oh, there's a bad ending. <laughs> so what? Did, <laughs> so. <laughs> so what's next for you? What do you what do you, what do you want to do? What's the what's talk the bullshit? Plan? I want to be an old woman on a porch talking shit. Old woman on a porch, <laughs> having her say. <laughs> Listen, yell it like kids. <laughs> okay, so the next, so obviously the fiance thing didn't work out. No, there are many men that love me. There are many men that love you. That one maybe doesn't anymore, but... Many, many, men, not anymore, no. Are you no. looking to get married? Is that the plan? I don't married? want these things. I don't know what these things are. What? Are, is it like what I want or is it what like why the, you, the, the like you, society wants? Why don't you hop on the Instagram game and start selling yourself? I sell myself on the Instagram game all the time. Yeah. I'm here. So I'm, s- I'm here. I have an Instagram. MZ Lisa Jackson. MD. Lisa. MZ, like Miss, but Ms. Miss. Like 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 with this, all the, my name is Lisa Jackson. I have yeah. limited op- out. <laughs> I have limited. I have limited <laughs> options on my name. Okay. Everyone, ha- you know that's the funny thing to backtrack on the German Jamaican yeah. thing. My last name is not my name. Not my father's name. Yeah. Not even my mother's name. Yeah. That's uh, my adopted father's name. Interesting. See the so. story, and I know his name. His name is Harry Jackson. Mm-hmm. <coughs> he adopted me but i don't know who he is very interesting this how it, we could go back to my mother how'd your mother my go missing trauma Jesus Christ. is more interesting than anything Trauma's i've done after it fascinating so how'd your mom <laughs> go missing oh my God. i gotta hear how your mom went missing do you hear what i said your, your trauma is more interesting than anything that happened afterwards that's a very profound statement that's a bad but that's true with a lot of people. <laughs> that was bad. Well, Trauma is very fascinating. I just hit my bottom lip. I Dude, noticed that. <laughs> do you understand that's karma? Yeah, that is karma. I said Talking some evil shit. shit. I'm going to get a fat lip. No, you're not. So If I get a fat, sexy bottom lip, I might get injured. I've not touched my face. Good ever. for you. Everyone does that in LA. Don't go crazy with that I hear shit. people in LA always do that. Yeah, they're all like, they're fucking with their faces. So, um, I just like hit my head against the wall. Don't tell me the, the story wall. about how your. I want to change strategy. Do you think I'm talking about my life? No, I want to hear your mom went missing because that was a whole. We forgot about that. Okay, but how'd you go missing? Tell me. She's missing right now. Okay, long story short, my mother is not the best mother. We love her to death in a way because she created a life. Yeah, yeah hi. Sure. Love mm-hmm. her. I tried to give her money throughout the years. Mm-hmm. On and off, she liked me when I had money, when sometimes I didn't have money, which happens a lot. Yeah. Maybe right now. I'm kind of broke. Yeah. Bill, what do you want? Um, what are you going to give me for it? Um, I'm got, kidding. Got chocolate bar. Oh, my God. Just we can really have a show. Hi. I'm making up shit as I go. Okay. So you're not going to tell me the story how your mom went missing? Okay. I'm changing the subject again. You saw that? Are you not going to tell me? Because you're not going to tell me that. All fun. right. My mom went missing because out of all of my siblings, Laquelle, the center child, 
She is literally smack dab in the middle. There's me. There's the other one. There's LaQuelle. There's the other one. There's the other one. LaQuelle's in the middle. She always was the one my mother favored. Yes. And she changed her number without informing all the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Because my mother is always in and out of hospitals. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Psych wards, you mean? Not like in New York. This is what I'm telling you. Like in 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 Connecticut, Waterbury, Connecticut, anyways, from what I've experienced in my childhood, is that because it's a bankrupt city, there's a lot of history. There's so many things I've looked into that I'm writing a book as you speak. But I'm writing it. That's so why I can't talk about it. I'm fucking it up. No, delete everything we did. No. So you can't tell a story how your mom went missing? Well, because I'm doing, like, here's the thing. On one end, like, laws and different restrictions. My mother goes into the hospital for two days. They pump her up. She goes back on in, into her real life, which isn't healthy, uh-huh. which isn't s- enough. Sustainable, yeah. Sustainable. Thank you. You heard me. S- <laughs> yeah, it sounds like sustainable. S- and she. I didn't even mean to sound like and I was so then she disappears. sustainable. I just fucking. He just knows crazy people from crazy people. You're so. Let's talk about you, Bill. No, that's I not don't know about you. This is not how much podcast. This is so, not so. Um, my podcast. You're not gonna tell your mom went missing. Pod my you, cast. You want cast my pod. Podding. You want to talk about <laughs> how your mom went missing? But she, you're not in contact with her anymore. So I've always kept in contact with all the women in my life because at the end of the day, I can empathize. Sure. So the only sister that kept her number for many years, like I have the same email address from like 25 years ago, but my yeah. number changes every month. Mm-hmm. I do that because I'm sexy. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I get stalked all the time. I'm sure. Yeah. Are you jealous? <laughs> I'd be jealous. I get stalkers. Do you get stalkers? Huh? I get stalkers. Do you get stalkers? Do I get stalkers? I get stalkers. Do you get stalkers? Not really. Instagram stalkers. is horrible because I get stalkers. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm scared. I'm tall. Yeah, they, d- they slide in your DMs. There's only 10% of women my height. So you really? can find me. There's only like three people my height, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Not really. It's probably more. The WNBA. A little bit. But like 300 out of like, I don't know, 7.7 billion is crazy. Yeah. What number are we at now? What number are we at with what? Like with population. Almost 8 billion. But like we're not. We're like 7.7, right? Something crazy like that. It's yeah. like 7.8. We'll be 8 billion like in a week. Exactly. Okay. But like, but we're like 7.8 at this podcast. Oh, okay. And the fact that I know the number, if we Google it right now, can you Google it right now? Okay. I'm amazing. Yes. I'm a dumb back person. I'm statistically yes. correct. Yes. So, <laughs> so, um, when's the last time you talked to your mom? So, that's the thing. So, the last time I talked to my mother, she was frantically trying to go to Jamaica. She ended up in the hospital. That's how we contact. My mother contacts us whenever she goes to Is this an emotional loss of no, breath or a vodka loss of breath? Mostly vodka, but okay. I wanted to make it emotional. Did okay. you see that? Yeah. That was me acting. Good acting. I'm so, no, so, really. So when's I'm last time you talked to your mom? How many years ago was it? I spoke to her a year and a half ago physically, mm-hmm. but through one of my sisters, she was always the contact back. Mm-hmm. No matter what, whatever hospital my mother went to, my mother knew to call her, and then she would call us. But she changed her number, not inform my mother so mm-hmm. you understand yes so now my mother actually doesn't know any of our numbers and where we are oh wow which is the worst thing because as long as she knows how to get to us it's fine so now i sent my sister on a rerun on 
Well, she's doing it, so she'll be mad if her hair is... She's doing it. Trying to track her, her down. Just track her down and tell the hospitals is my mother been in because she comes in so often. Yeah. Different hospitals. All so over. let me ask you a question about that. Not to be too dark, <laughs> but is there is there... Are you worried that maybe your mother is no longer with us? Listen, it's a weird situation. So I'm my biggest fear is to become homeless. To be homeless. But the craziest thing is I was born without shoes and like I don't I don't like that I think like that and that's very American of me and I don't yeah. ever want to be Yankee, you yeah. know, in a real way cuz I'm Jamaican. I, yeah. And the reality is is I remember running around with no shoes on. But when you're poor in America, there's so many levels to it. There's so many degrading levels to it. And yeah. my mother in her worst state has looked like a crackhead, but she's never done drugs in her whole life. Yeah, because of mental illness. Yeah, mental, mental illness, illness is like its own drug. And she's actually kind of went viral in the long, many, this is a long story. So many things have happened. So my mom, whom I love in a way because I'm her child. Yes. No matter what, you can never escape that. She never loved me back in the same way. Yes. But in the long term, do I care for her? Do I want the best for her? 100%. Have I tried to give her everything I had? Yes. But in the end, she chose to like still disconnect from us as we all became adults because of her illness. And it became hard to track her down. It became hard yeah. to put her in a, ho- in, um, in a mental home. It became hard to do the right thing. And the reality is... is um, the last time I heard from her, I didn't act correctly about the situation, and I gave it to my middle sister, but she's not the most responsible one out of all of us to maintain the relationship, so she fucked up, and we yeah. lost my mother, and we don't know how to contact her. Wow. And she may be homeless. So, I, whenever I see a homeless person, I don't think about, like, but I don't think about it like other people. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but like, I just, I have so much empathy for those people. And yeah. it breaks my heart. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Because I know my mother doesn't do it because she, if my mother no one would was, choose listen, here's like the problem. My sister, who is her favorite sister, had her live with her and she almost burned the house down. I think my mother would kill me in the middle of my sleep in her mental yeah. rage. Yeah. I can't help her like I want to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's how we lost my mother because I can't be as hands-on as I want. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I've tried to do my... I have six women in my life that mm-hmm. I care about more than anything else in this whole wide world. And they are my mother and my four sisters. And all the men have turned on us mm-hmm. and hurt hot as women individually based on different things show my mother it's different things but like i said my mother's never talked about her past like me i'm very vocal i talk i can't stop talking yeah look i just choked on a word not even my spit possibly my spit (laughs) most likely i choked on my sorry i might hear that's going into my nose that i snorted i'm glad that you're i snort tears i'm glad that you that you're actually in the process of writing this down because i think could be helpful for a lot of people you know mental illness is still like the third rail of discussion and but there's a thing when you tell people that your mother is like that they think that you might be like that and i'm in fact not like that but i am neurotic yes it's different like i said i have i have a daughter who whose mother is severely mentally ill and i think homeless right now 
I don't know where the mother is right now. And so my, you get my what da- I mean. My daughter has to. So has this to is the big full circle. You fucking asshole. You've been hiding yeah, secrets is, from no, me. This is why it's interesting. I thought we were friends, Bill. I only did this because I thought Bill was my friend. This is. Why I don't I talk, Bill. Do you know I've never done this since America's Next Top Model? I've not been properly interviewed. Oh wow. Well, here it is. So, is there anything? Because because we've been doing this for a while. Is there anything that you want to leave with or say or? Uh, I think that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Now you know all about my mother yeah. and how I feel about Tyra for the moment because that can change. Yeah. And you could cut that out. No, she's fuck it. she's an evil woman. She's gonna she's ruin evil. the rest of my. She's like, so if I, I end up homeless, if she comes after me. <laughs> if I end up homeless, ever, Tyra you Banks, won't be, you won't be homeless. This is like people that like believe in the Illuminati. The Illuminati isn't real. It's more insidious than that. Yeah. Do you think that Tyra Banks is like, Illuminati? It's not Illuminati. It's just there's only a lot of people with a lot of power, and money gives you power. Yep. And there's only like so many people in the world with so much power. Yeah. Although if you drive around LA, you see all these houses. You're like, why is everyone fucking rich? But you know what I love? What? Is that intelligence and comedic relief is still, um, you know, how you have like luxury cuisine foods, but like McDonald's still wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I like that. That's good. That's a good analogy. I have a good analogy. So I have a Lisa, thing about men. Lisa, we should probably uh, wrap this up. Yeah, I think let's wrap it up. You have to go to work. I have to go to work. He's going to go do a performance piece for me. Oh, yeah, I have to go. This is my payment. I said I will do this only if he performs for me. I'm going to be the Laugh Factory (laughs) and I will be the character of your gay from (laughs) Moldovia. I'm going to come back to Jamaica. You should do do Jamaican stand-up comic here. I think you should write your memoir. I'm a memoir. I'm different. I'm not not comedy in the same possible I tried Always therapy. And you know what? Once you did it for six years, for every You're day, like, for a I week, get it. you get spoiled. Of course, of course. I'm then it's spoiled. just about storytelling to a spoiled. woman in a chair. No. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, I love that the camera's not on anymore. <laughs> I can do whatever I want now. No one can see. You're kicking me in the face. Stop it. The anyway. cute socks. Did you see my socks? But do my feet smell good? Oh, God, I smell good. Is this your best podcast ever? Uh, it's either the best or the worst. I can't tell yet. <laughs> but um, but I will say I'll this. Tell you. I'm glad that you did it, and I'm glad that you were forthcoming and honest. I realized that I was Tito's, drunk. This, this Tito's. podcast is sponsored Tito's by Tito's. Tito's is my shit. Tito's made this podcast. Tito's and and if it was, thank God it wasn't the whiskey Yamazaki. Well, I, I hope you, you I hope you find your mom, and we'll have you back when. And I will do, find my mother. I love my mother. Then you'll, you'll I do love my mother. In spite of everything, of I love my mother. You know what I do? I am I. I hate men that have hurt women to yes. create women like my mother. Absolutely, I think that's. Does I that think make that's sense? A very, yeah, of course, it does. It's a very valid. Men have to. But not because men are good. It's just people. You know what? I hate men and women. People that are shitty are shit. Yeah, exactly. That's the concept of tonight. Yeah, the I thing hate is, shitty people. The thing is that men, because of their people, their can physical, be shitty, but don't be shitty. Because of physical superiority, men can that be shitty in a way that's more physically damaging, which can be more emotionally damaging. Do you know what it not is? Who's ever been highly manipulative? And mm-hmm. trust me, I've done that in my life. I've been manipulative. Of I've course. seen the power, and I regret it. Yeah. That's my story. I'm in. All right. Lisa. That's it. Out. Lisa Jackson signing. And you can find. Lisa Jackson is out. At Instagram, it's at what? At MZ Lisa at Jackson. At MZ Lisa Jackson. At MZ Lisa Jackson Lisa signing Jackson. off from Ooh. the Afterlife. Bye bye. That is not the same as Cardi B, by the way. I said Baru. That was very Russian.
I'm gonna stop. I'm good at this.